you know, you really have to be like your top advocate for yourself in this world. It's like in this industry too. It's like, if you don't believe in yourself, if you don't love yourself, if you don't, you know, really learn to trust yourself, like I feel like you'll just end up listening to all these voices and you, you'll get lost. Hey everyone, I'm Melissa Brasilia. This is Very Human, a dynamic podcast that celebrates the human experience by nourishing meaningful and open conversation where we encourage unity, consciousness, and self-discovery. Today, we're talking to my dear friend, Joel Zawara. She shares her journey as she rediscovers herself during the pandemic, heals from heartbreak, and learns to understand the true definition of self-love. What's better than a 60s-themed slumber party to catch up, dive in, and unravel? Thanks to our sponsor, Gleeman, for supporting this episode. What do you got going on here? Hi, lovely. I'm just <laughs> cutting up some fresh fruit for us. So good. Yeah. I can't I'm, wait to eat all this. Oh my God, it's going to be amazing, <laughs> right? And I poured you some hot tea over there. Thank you. It's ginger. Yum. My favorite. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> it's so nice to see you. It's been like forever. I know. My Aquarius sister. Yeah. <laughs> Aquarius. I love it. I know. It's been a whole year, I think, yeah. since we've seen each other. Beautiful COVID. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping us apart from each other. I know, but the distance makes the heart grow fonder. That's that what is they say. True. That is so true. <laughs> <laughs> but what have you been up to? Um, you know, I've just been focusing on myself, focusing on, you know, everything I can control and just been going through a lot of changes and adjusting to this new way of living. So it's been challenging, but I'm sure, I mean, you know, last year was quite challenging, I think, for everyone. You know, it made us kind of really quiet down and like get still and like really go inward. And I think a common theme for a lot of people was, you know, being in solitude and embracing spirituality Yeah, and kind of like taking in those moments. And I know it can feel uncomfortable at times, but a lot of beauty comes from all of that. Yeah, right? for sure. I mean, I think this year is like the first year that I really dove deep into, you know, my spirituality and just on that journey of self-love and of discovering, you know, how to take care of myself and my heart better. You know, I love that. I advocate <laughs> that self-love. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's like, it comes with like a lot of, you know, challenges. I, I, I've never been forced to slow down as much as I had this past year. And I think, um, you know, meditating helps and and reading and all of that stuff. So yeah, it's been a journey. <laughs> a beautiful journey though, I'm yeah. sure. Even though it can be challenging, right? How yeah. has like life been in the sense of work and your career with having, a, you know, having to kind of pump the brakes mm -hmm. for about a year, right? Yeah. How's it been for you? What's that looking like? I mean, it's been definitely a challenge. I think one of the things that keeps me going is like, I just try to focus on the things that I can control in these circumstances. So granted, a lot of my concerts were canceled and a lot of opportunities got postponed and that was really hard, you know, but yeah. everyone's going through it and I'm just like, okay, what can I do that I have control over? So I've been focusing on, you know, honing in on my craft and just using the time that I have, which we have more time than ever. So just using that to like get better at singing, get better at like 
my content creation, my recording, my um, acting and all of it. So career-wise, that's what I've been doing. Do you feel like you've grown from it though with the having to kind of adapt to this new way of living? It's definitely forced me to think of new ways of doing things and you have to be adaptable in life, yeah, you know, totally. just to, to change. And I've had, I'm so grateful for the opportunities that I've had to perform, even though it's been virtual, it's been pretty awesome still. <laughs> so absolutely. I know like you're developing in this sense of your career and you're developing in this sense of self love. Um, what are those like obstacles looking like? I mean, slowing down for me was always an obstacle in the sense that like normally when I go through tough times or go through, you know, any challenge in life, like I have habit, probably not the best habit of yeah. distracting myself yeah. with like just being on the go, whether it be like an event or a photo shoot or, a, you know, an interview or a concert or whatever it may be. I just try to keep my schedule really busy. And I, I feel like I got a lot of worth from that in the past. And this year really forced me to, you know, find my worth within myself and, you know, not rely on external, whatever it be, my job or social media or yeah. a guy <laughs> to validate, you know, my worth. Okay. I feel it. I feel it. And I love it. <laughs> that got deep. <laughs> yeah. I love that though. And it's so true. It's really true. And I know that you're currently recently single. Mm -hmm. I am. Um, it has been a journey. I think it's my first, you know, serious relationship as an adult that ended. And it, um, it's definitely been probably the most transformative, like post breakup that I've had, especially going through it with the added layer of COVID. Like breakups are already terrible yeah, and always hard. <laughs> yeah. But then like going through it in solitude just added another layer of like, whoa, that is not what I expected. But I think I'm grateful for it because it's helping me and pushing me and forcing me to grow into a stronger woman. And so I'm really grateful, you know, for even the heartbreaks because it just means I loved hard. That right there. <laughs> You know, I want to dive into this conversation more. You want to go get more comfortable in the living room? I am so down. Okay, cool. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. So talk to me, Jules. I know last year was a challenge and a very vulnerable moment. Yeah. Being in a space of a lot of uncertainty and a lot of emotions because of quarantine and COVID, it's already a heightened experience, right? Yeah, for and sure. you add a breakup to that. Um, I can imagine how difficult that could be. Yeah. I mean, I think, like you said, it's just breakups are hard by themselves and COVID is hard by itself. And then you add both of them together and it's like, you know, this whole it was kind of just a big turning point for me, to be honest, like this whole explosion of like a lot of things that were unexpected happening all at once. And it was really difficult, you know, to face all of that. And it also brought up a lot of things that I think I had been, you know, holding in mm -hmm. and not addressing and like running from where, um, 
the pause in, in life really forced me to address, you know, a lot of the past trauma, I guess, that I've been through in my life. Right, because I think, too, normally when people go through breakups, mm -hmm. we're able to distract ourselves. Yeah. Right? We can yeah. go hang out with our friends. We can bury ourselves in work. We can do so many other things to not really have to focus on that emotion if we don't want to, right? Yeah. Where... <laughs> Last year, it's like yeah. you really did not have a choice. Like it's mm -hmm. just sit in that space and face that. Mm -hmm. Going through that breakup, what were you experiencing? I know I called you <laughs> multiple yes. times crying. Yeah. Uh, it was a lot of tears, <laughs> I guess, um, to be honest. And, you know, like you said, it's like with everything happening on the outside, uh, was stressful, you know, mm -hmm. in and of itself. And then the breakup, I think what I was feeling was just like, I, for the first time, had to find, you know, my self-worth and self-love with, you know, within myself versus from outside distractions or even social media or having a boyfriend or from, you know, my work or whatever job I got next or whatever gig I got next. And I think I had a bad habit of like, you know, really relying on external validation and we all need validation to a certain extent. But I think, you know, for me, like I always relied on that external, like, oh, you're doing great. You know, you're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like to feel worthy and to feel self-love and to feel like I'm proud of myself. And I think through quarantine, like it really forced me to create that love for myself and, and not rely on, you know, any, anything or anyone else to make me feel that way. So. Yeah. But before you get to that point, right, mm -hmm. there's a whole process. Yeah. There's a whole just kind of like shedding off those layers <laughs> yeah. and that you have to really kind of sink into that space in order to do that. Yeah. So sometimes you've got to kind of hit that rock bottom. I definitely hit, I definitely hit that. I think, <laughs> I mean, I've definitely hit that multiple times in my life Yeah. in different ways, but yeah, it, it was just like definitely a dark place at, at certain points where I would just be crying for multiple nights, you know, just, it's, it's hard to like, um, I know you know this, but you know, my last partner passed away with, with that happening three years ago. And then now this was the first relationship, you know, that I had since then. Um, and it was the first time I really like opened myself up to love again. And, that made it even more painful, you know, having that not work out, you know, for the second time. Um, well, not the second time I've had multiple relationships, but I think that was like the really only other substantial yeah. relationship that I actually, you know, saw a future with someone and having that not work out and then having to go through that alone definitely forced me to grow a lot. Were you thinking about both relationships at the same time and kind of going through the first experience and yeah, kind of looking at them both like, okay, why? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Were you asking yourself why or? Yeah, I think, um, yeah, with my first serious boyfriend, um, when he passed away three years ago, like, you know, I didn't really, I never thought, I, I never took the time to process that, I think. And so 
in quarantine, it really uh, forced me to face all of that heartache um, that I had previously been like running away from. And then on top of that, like, I think, of course, this new relationship that I had, like it was the first time that I opened up again. So it definitely, you know, I was definitely thinking of both of them. I, I think every love is so beautiful in its own way. So um, anytime I go through like a heartbreak, I'm, or even writing songs, like I've written songs, I think about all of my experiences in love. Um, I think they're, they're both, they stand alone. You know, mm -hmm. you can't really compare two relationships or um, two people, like the they're special in their own ways, but I was definitely feeling the effects of both of them at the same time. So I guess that's how I could word it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah, I can only imagine yeah. having both of those relationships come to you full force in a yeah. space like last year and then being by yourself. Cause you kind of went through last year and quarantine a lot of it by yourself, right? After mm -hmm. the breakup, like your family doesn't even live here. Yeah, my family's kind of spread out. They're like on the East Coast. Right. Um, and then my they come back, like my dad is in San Diego every once in a while, and then he visits my mom and my sister who are on the East Coast. But um, yeah, I was mainly alone. Um, I definitely think that, you know, in a way I'm grateful for it because to be honest with you, like you've known me for, you know, over 10, 10 years. years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I've always had a boyfriend <laughs> and <It's true>. yeah. <laughs> you have, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Um, so this is the, this is the, the first time I really had, you know, a period of being single, like for real as an adult. And like that was such a new challenge for me. And, um, yeah, I, I just, I am grateful for, in a way for all of the heartbreak and stuff and for it happening during COVID, even though that's a weird thing to be grateful for, I do think that there's something positive to be gained because I don't think I would have been forced to grow and be my own best friend and be my own source of love mm -hmm. ha had I not been forced into, into that. And I do ask myself like, why? <laughs> like, why? why? <laughs> you know, often, like, especially when we lose people, whether it be, you know, from this earth or lose relationships, like it's all, it's all grief and, um, it takes time to process. And it's been like a lot of journaling and a lot of meditating and <laughs> affirmations and <laughs> all of that, that work. It's a whole process. Right? It really is. <laughs> yeah, I know. It really is. But it's, um, I feel like I'm getting to um, a good place, a better place, and I'm moving forward. And I think, you know, in life, that's all we can do is like, we go through things, we go to, through tough things, and then we move forward and grow from them. And, and, and that's, you know, it's just part of the evolution. Like you said, transformation. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like the butterfly has been my, my spirit yeah. insect. <laughs> Your spirit animal, <laughs> your power animal. Yeah, one of them. <laughs> yeah, I get that though. Um, I want to go back really quickly and really mm -hmm. hone on, hone in on that moment for you when you are, let's say, in your room by yourself, mm -hmm. right? No one's there clapping or rooting for you. It's just yeah. jewels. You're gonna make me cry. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. It's just jewels. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm going to cry because I feel like I know you and I know, I know that journey. And mm -hmm. as women, like 
we go through those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and they take a toll on you and they, yeah. they take a piece from your soul mm-hmm. and from your heart. And that, that never really gets recovered. Yeah. It never really comes back. You just have to yeah. dig deep and find a way to get up every morning and yeah. keep going, right? Mm-hmm. I think, you know, having friends like you and having friends that, girlfriends that can like, you can call when you're having those moments. Like I definitely, like when it is only you, like in your room, it's just sometimes, you know, on social media, it's crazy because like, you know, in public or on stage, like there's this Jules that has it like all together. And that's not always the case. Obviously I'm human. So it's like, I'm crying already. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. This like, is a safe space. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely hard to be that person cheering for you or telling telling yourself that like you're enough. And I think that's still something I'm working on. But I'm getting better. And like I think, yeah, being being a woman and being, you know, a woman of color too, like this year has just been these mm. 2020 and 2021 even, yeah. like for, um, it's just been so challenging and like having to, you know, you really have to be like your top advocate for yourself <laughs> in this world. It's like in this industry too. It's like, if you don't believe in yourself, if you don't love yourself, if you don't, you know, really learn to trust yourself, like I, I feel like you'll just end up listening to all these voices and you, you'll you get lost. Telling you who you're supposed to be and mm-hmm. what you're supposed to act like, right? Yeah, whether it be like yeah. your boyfriend or mm-hmm. or the <laughs> industry or, you know, yeah. society. Yes. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, just learning to say I am enough and actually, like, believe it. Is that was that was what was happening for Jules, Jules yes. in, in her room? Like, <laughs> yeah, going yeah. through that? Yeah, I mean, I still go through it. I yeah. think it's something that I'm working through. And it's it's crazy because a lot of people don't really know that or assume that when they meet me or, you know, in other interviews or red carpet things or whatever. It's just like, I'm always happy. And then people, sometimes I get DMs that are like, how are you always happy? Mm. And I'm like, I get those too. And it's like, mm. and I'm like, I'm yeah. not always happy. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I will say though that, I do always see the positive, like, past the pain. Like, even though things feel, you know, shitty in a moment, it's like there's always, like, a way to grow from it. So if I look at it that way, it helps me a lot. (laughs) So are you putting on, like, your game face when you're going to work or Mm -hmm. interacting with people on a daily basis or even just, Mm -hmm. like, being on social media, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, is it like, okay, let me just show the world like this positive, <laughs> optimistic yeah. jewels because this is what people expect from me. Also, it's like, this is what keeps you feeling probably powerful and strong, you mm. know? Do you find that sometimes being more vulnerable, there's power in that and like being able to like say like, this is my truth and not every day is a happy-go-lucky day, you know? Mm. Like you said, I'm a human. Yeah. Like I have emotions. I have these moments of sadness and grief and Mm -hmm. all of that heartbreak. Mm -hmm. Do you find there to be power in that as well of being able to say, hey, today I'm not okay? Honestly, just listening to you say that, like it resonates with me so much because I definitely, like I've, I've never, 
you know, in my life prior to 2020, I never really opened up opened up on social media in a vulnerable way or like shared my journey with breakups or even, you know, when my my ex passed away, the first one like three years ago, I didn't share that with anyone. Like I was very, you know, kind of closed off in that sense. Like I never, I guess I was scared to be vulnerable. It's scary to be vulnerable, especially, you know, I have a growing, growing fan base. So it's like also there, I want there to be like a level of professionality, but also I want to remind people that I'm human and, and I do go through all of these things that that people talk about and also go through. And I found that when I actually shared that and when I was like, hey, I'm going through a breakup right now, like this is, Mm -hmm. and I I even posted like a couple stories or posts where I'm like crying or just a vulnerable caption of where I'm actually at. Um, I found that even with music too, like the most vulnerable songs and best songs that I have are the real ones where I just felt everything I needed to feel and shared it. And I think that's like what I want to just continue to do. And, and it's not also, I want to say, it's not that the positive jewels is not me. Like that's also me. I just, it's just another side Mm -hmm. of me. And I think there's, we're all so multifaceted and there's like so many complex. Yeah. Human design is super complex. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I just want to be able to share, you know, more, versions of myself and be more authentic, um, which is something that I'm working on being more so of in life and on social media, you know, in every way. I just... Would you say it's liberating to some extent? (laughs) Yeah, it is. I think it is liberating. And there's some, there's some like peace that I found too with sharing like what I was going through and it helped me process and heal a lot of the pain that I felt from my last breakup. Um, and music too. Like I wrote a couple ballads <laughs> about these these two loves. So, yeah. I feel like when you can be vulnerable publicly, mm-hmm. um, you're able to like take that energy that's within you and like kind of just shut it, right? Yeah. You feel kind of lighter yeah. at the end of the day, especially when you have a craft like you do, mm-hmm. you can make music and you can you can really share it through your passion of singing. Um, it creates an impact too. It's like a ripple effect because you never know who's watching your stories or on your feed or listening mm-hmm. to your music who that might impact and resonate with. Mm-hmm. And then they come to you one day, right? Yeah. And say, wow, like, um, you know, I saw, I saw your post or I heard your song and it mm-hmm. really, it really made me feel like I was seen or I'm going through that same experience. Mm-hmm. Have you had a lot of, uh, feedback in that way? Yeah. I think, I mean, just hearing you say that like makes me cry because whenever I get messages that are, you know, saying that, oh, I saw your post and I'm going through the same thing. Like I just went through a breakup or like this song really helped me. I have it on repeat. Like it makes me feel like I have purpose, you know? And Mm, I I just read this really good book, Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. And he talks a lot about, you know, purpose and and your, um, 
just functioning from a place of service. And I think that when I can use my, you know, my art and my platform as a way to help others or, or just resonate with others or connect with others and uh, make people feel seen and feel like they're not alone. Like that gives me so much, that reminds me like, oh, I'm here, you know, for a reason. And yeah, I just, it gives me a lot of motivation to move forward because like, it's cool to do shoots. It's cool to like, I mean, we're living in LA, like Mm -hmm. doing things that a lot of people wouldn't even attempt, which is, is really something special in itself. But what really drives me is like, not all of that. It's just, it's like the impact that you can make on, on other people's lives. Like that, I, I think to me, keeps me moving forward and keeps me grounded and, and all of those, I mean, as humans, we all just want to be seen, you know, with this stop Asian hate movement and the Black Lives Matter movement, like everyone just wants to be acknowledged, whether it's, you know, on that level, like that big scale or just in a relationship or with friendships, like just, just see me and like, you know, love me for who I am. And, um, yeah, I just, if I can make someone feel more seen, then mm. I'm doing my little job. Because you know? <laughs> it's so true. It's like people do just want to be seen mm-hmm. and accepted. I think as human beings, that's the one thing we want is just acceptance for mm-hmm. being who you actually are. Yeah. You know? And mm-hmm. that is a challenge within <laughs> itself. To I always really admire people who are just like so raw and who they are. And they're like, hey, this is me. And if you don't like it, I'm like, I don't really give a damn. Yeah, you are amazing at that, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. But I also have my moments too, you know, and I, it's a lot of practice that comes from that because mm. we're, we're all humans, you know, and it's the same thing. It's like, okay, looking in the mirror, like, be yourself today, you know, like just, <laughs> yeah. just do what you do best. Because yeah. the moment you step outside of that, it's not natural. Yeah. It's not, it's not who you truly are. Yeah. So when people do rece- uh, like receive that mm-hmm. and they're like, yeah, I like this person. Yeah. Like, oh my God, this is who I am. Thanks for liking me. You know, <laughs> like, it's like, wow, let me just continue to do that. Yeah. This is what comes to me. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. So I really applaud you for taking that leap. Thank and you. I st- applaud you too. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's powerful. And when you do have a platform like you do, you have a lot of eyes on you. And that makes it even more difficult sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people actually understand that because mm-hmm. when you have a lot of people, you know, being spectators and mm-hmm. have, being opinionated and judging because the internet can be a scary place. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and when you put yourself out there, you're yeah. just like, okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Definitely is, have that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it's a scary place. And like once you get like a bad, you know, response mm-hmm. or feedback, it's like, oh, it's it hurts, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, to be able to actually be, to show up in that way and say, hey, listen, here's my truth. Mm-hmm. Take yeah. it or leave it. It's powerful. It really is. And it's it's crazy because, like you said, like the the out of 500 comments that are positive, there's like a couple that are not. And then those couple, for some Take reason, <laughs> yeah, they like hurt. Yeah, yeah. But it's... Um, getting better. I'm getting better at like filtering that out. Just like, okay, you don't determine who I am. Mm. You know, (laughs) 
I do. Say again. Yeah, and and that goes for like relationships too. And I mean, my goal right now is just I want to show up more authentically and like I'm just trying to grow like into my best self so I can show up better in relationships, show up better like in my career and just in this world. And I think it definitely is a hard thing putting yourself out there and, you know, being you. Like there's this whole challenge I just posted on my story that was like, the filter versus unfiltered. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I yeah, love that. and it's, it's cute. Yeah. It's like, you know, especially with these filters now, it's like they literally distort your entire face to be what society is like. That's pretty. And it's just like, no, I, I, I think we all just need to learn to love our flaws and embrace them. And like, I had this really bad, ha- I still have this bad habit of like perfectionism <laughs> with everything, mm-hmm. with like my, my work, like, I'm just like, oh, I can't release that song. There's this, like, one part. There's this cover or this, like, little part that I just hate. <laughs> and and then it just never gets released. And I feel like if you do, if you live your life from, like, always having to be perfect or it's just, it's a lot of pressure for one. And then you, you just self-inflict. Yeah, yeah, and you just don't move forward as fast. Mm-hmm. So I think authenticity is definitely yeah. key. It's a practice, though, mm-hmm. to get there, I think. <laughs> Especially in the world that we live in today where it's easy to compare yourself to other people and be judged and be able to see that judgment in a matter of seconds, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So it's a practice. Yeah. And it's like really going through it in your mind. Like, I'm just going to be who I am today. I'm going to show up. And I don't care what everyone else has to say because I always tell myself, do they pay my rent? (laughs) So I don't care, you know? At the end of the day, as long as you know you're a good human, Mm -hmm. that you're here to share love and positivity and you show up in all these other facets. It's like, yeah. And that's like the goal. It's like, I just want to make a positive impact on the people that I come across, you know, the people that I've loved, everyone that I've loved, whether it be like you, like this friendship love, you know, or my family or my romantic partners. Like I just want them to leave feeling like, oh, well, I, at least I experienced love or I grew from this or we were there for each other during that period of time. Or like a a fan could be like, well, that song helped me through this time. Like, yeah. And I, I think that's, you know, part of the whole journey. Yeah. And I think that's uh, very selfless too, because you're thinking about your impact on other people and how you make them feel when you interact with them. You know, some people don't think about those things. So (laughs) yeah. Showing up for yourself, but also showing up for other people, but you got to show up for yourself first, right? Yeah. Properly show up for others. Which is so crazy, right? Like it's so crazy too, because like I said, like being hard on yourself, being a perfectionist or, or not like when you're, when I'm not gentle with myself, like how could I forgive someone? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you need to practice that even with you. <laughs> like actually. Though. Yeah. Like be nice to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's so hard. Be gentle. Like I'm so mean. Yeah. I mean, negative thoughts, self yeah. negative thoughts is a real thing. It is. It's like, there's no one meaner to you than yourself, you know? <laughs> and you're just like, oh my God, just be nice. Just be nice. It's always yeah. like, I always say, would you be mean to the little version, the kid version of you, the little girl? Mm-hmm. Like you, you wouldn't. You would, yeah. be, you would baby her, right? You'd be like, "You okay? It's yeah. always gonna be fine." But yeah. your adult version, for some reason, is just yeah. And it's like this habit that I had of just like just being being tough on myself. And and I think in one way, like my dad actually told me this. He was like, "Yeah, you're very like." 
set in your, like you're stubborn, but it works well with your goals because in terms of like my goals, like obviously it helps me move forward because I'm just like pushing myself and pushing myself to grow. Cause I'm just like set on that, but in everything else, it makes it a little bit more challenging. <laughs> So showing up for yourself, mm-hmm. which you have been doing a lot more of as of recently and last year, mm-hmm. can you tell me your definition of what self-love means to you? Yeah, I mean, I think self-love is is a mixture of a lot of things. Uh, it's showing up for yourself in those moments, you know, when you don't have anyone else and you don't have anyone to tell you. I mean, we kind of touched on it earlier, like you don't have someone there to affirm things for you or to validate anything like self-love to me means showing up for myself and being my own best friend, my own cheerleader. And, um, I actually did this one practice a couple days ago, actually, that I read. Um, I follow a couple really good you know, accounts. And and one of them suggested that you write yourself a love letter, like one that you would want from someone else, but, or that you would write to someone else, like, and, and just write it in the most like loving way possible. Um, and, and for me, my love language is words of affirmation. So it was actually a challenge though, to write myself a love letter. Like I've written so many love letters. (laughs) for boys. (laughs) Like this is the first time I did it for myself. And I actually like got really emotional because I read it back. And, and then even when I go through tough moments, like when I went through tough moments after writing that, like, or, um, it said to like return to it. So I just returned to it. And even that practice, like of just, wow. Okay. Like you're doing great jewels. (laughs) You're yeah. doing great, sweetie. <laughs> like, yeah. I love yeah. It. I love it. As you break bad habits, what good habits are you implementing? I've been waking up earlier, which has helped me a lot. I love watching the sunrise, like with the morning sun. There's something about morning sun that's I know. Like, it gives you life. It does. Yeah. And I never used to be a morning person, but that's like new for me. Rise and shine. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason for I actually that. have a pillow on my bed. It says rise and thrive. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so waking up early and then I do a gratitude journal. So I have, um, it's kind of like this little outline. So three things I'm grateful for affirmations and then three things that would make today amazing. And then I do a meditation. Um, and then I have my cup of coffee, go about my day. So those are like some rituals though, that I have like set in place every day that I do. And then at the end of the day, I do a journal and another meditation. If you break that ritual, mm-hmm. does it throw you off balance? Um, you know, yeah. Like sometimes when I'm on set late, I have to because I'm like exhausted by the time I get home and I don't have time to write a journal. Um, it does throw me off a little bit, but I think as long as I'm doing it pretty consistently, like it's definitely added that discipline, you know, in my life and like that sense of okay, I got this. And, and just that grounded feeling and setting my intentions for the day. Like, how do I want to show up in this world? Like, that's something I can ask myself at any point in the day. 
you know, and I can, and I can also sit back and be like, wow, I'm so grateful. Like, look at this beautiful fire and these beautiful humans and there's in this tea, like there's always like something to be grateful for. And I think you don't really need, um, very much to the just, simplest pleasures. Yeah. Right? And, and it's like training your mind yeah. to just think differently and you do it enough. And that's just how you start showing up. So. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely agree with that. You know, like sometimes like something as simple as a good face mask at the end of the day Mm -hmm. can do wonders for your spirit. I love a good face mask. Me too. (laughs) I'm big on them because first of all, it really is an act of Mm self-love. And even just sitting, like you said, and looking at, I don't know, the candle flicker, you know, seeing the birds chirp. It's like, oh, this feels good. And I'm taking a moment to myself to be still and to just be present and Mm -hmm. to just be grateful for my breath right now and be alive, you know? And I think, I hope that a lot of people from this last year moving on into 2021 Mm -hmm. kind of came to some type of realization about how blessed we are to just have Mm. the simplest things in life. Yeah. There's a word, I may slaughter it because it's Danish. (laughs) It's it's my favorite word, but I may still slaughter it. It's called hygiene. Oh, yes. I've seen that. Yes. And it's literally like just, you know, the simplest pleasures in Mm -hmm. life. And I truly believe in that. It's like just having family and friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like, I think I just um, totally agree with you. Like, it's just... There's always something to be grateful for. And then I think even when you're like going for your daily walk or whatever, like I love being in nature. I love being on the beach or the best hiking or like, you know, we always find these magical places too. I seek them. Yeah. Where can I go be in magic? Yeah, I, go. I know. And it's just like, there's always something new to notice. And I think a lot of people get so caught up. Like I know before this past year uh, of lockdown, like I-, I was moving so fast that a lot of the times I didn't notice little things or I didn't take the time to be present. And there's so much power in being present, like not stressing out the future, not ruminating on the past, but just being here. And like that, there's just so much power in that. Even what you were saying earlier uh, about like the butterflies, we were talking about that mm-hmm. and you were just saying how like you see these butterflies now and there yeah. are these signs to you, you know, especially when you're seeking for a sign and then you see <laughs> yeah. this butterfly coming by and you're like, oh, I see you. Yeah. I feel you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I totally, I totally believe in, in, there's something greater than us out there, in my opinion. Like, I I just believe that, especially having lost people that I really loved. And I just feel their presence sometimes, like whether it's like my Lolo, my grandpa, um, or a love that, my love that I lost. Like, I think it comes, it's weird because like you said, like butterflies will just fly all around my face. Like when I'm thinking of like, God, please give me a sign that, you know, I'm on the right path or something. And then something will happen or a ladybug or like, I don't even know. But like, you have to be like present in that moment to really see those signs. Because if yeah. you're distracted and not present, mm-hmm. flies right by, mm-hmm. literally. <laughs> you know, and you, you don't get the sign. So yeah, yeah, those yeah. things really make a huge difference. 
Well, I'm happy that you are finding that self-love for yourself because it's a lot of work. And uh, I think sometimes you really have to ask yourself, like, do I really love myself? Mm -hmm. And like, how am I loving myself? How am I showing up for myself? And what mm -hmm. are the things that I'm doing to cultivate all the energy that I need to thrive mm -hmm. in this world? Yeah. And I think a lot of it too is also not only like doing face masks and doing stuff like that, but, you know, really addressing those painful parts of yourself that you, you know, might have suppressed or ignored for so long, which is what I did. And um, just learning to grow from those experiences and, and just like reflecting on my last relationship, you know, there, yes, there are ways that he could have done things differently, but there are also things that I take ownership of too. And, and I can't like hate myself for that, but it's just like loving myself through that. And, and that's not something that I want to face. Nobody wants to look at something and be like, oh, I, I could have, you know, done that better. I messed up here, but it's essential, I think, to grow. And it's part of self-love that probably, you know, most people don't address. Normally they're just like, yeah, take a bubble bath. But I think it's, it's tougher. It's more than that. It's, it's, healing the parts of yourself that you don't want to face. Yeah. That self-awareness. Yeah. Huge. Mm -hmm. To be able to look back at all of those things and reflect and say, okay. Because I think a lot of times we like to throw the issues onto other people mm -hmm. and say, well, they could have done this better. Or they should have shown up like mm -hmm. this. And we oftentimes don't want to look at ourselves because that is a difficult thing to do to yeah. be like, okay, well, you're not perfect because mm -hmm. our ego tends to get in the way, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, that ego, man, yeah. comes in and you're like, ah! But yeah. when you start practicing these rituals of self-awareness and self-care and self-love, you have to take in the good and the and bad. The bad. Yeah. yeah. And so being able to say, okay, maybe this relationship didn't work out with this person and not just say, oh, well, he was a bad guy because X, Y, and Z and mm -hmm. I was perfect and I did nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. It's very mature. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it is. Yeah, I think, and that's what I—that's what I was saying too. Like with this being my first adult relationship, and, and not you know to undervalue relationships that I've had in the past because those are beautiful too. But like this previous one is is just like it forced me to look at things that I never looked at, and and like you said, just owning your role is hard because it is very easy to just want to be right and to just be like, yeah, he did this and did that. And I'm just, you know, the perfect, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm the victim, but it's not even like that. Like sometimes, you know, or actually, you know, all the time, I think in every relationship, especially if it doesn't work out, it's like, okay, there's obviously something that I could have done better um, or could have shown up in a different way. And at least from my experience, that's what, that's what I found in, I'm definitely, I think, becoming a woman that I can be proud of. And that, yeah, they always say too, like, become the kind of partner that you want to attract. You know, instead of like looking for that person, be that person. And like, that's been one of my mantras. Like, okay, I'm just going to be that person that I, that I want. <laughs> right, because like... They do also say, mm -hmm. they also say, they, <laughs> they I don't know who they are, but they, yeah. that a lot of times those people in your relationship are just a reflection of who you are and where you're at. Mm -hmm. So yeah. as you mentioned, mm -hmm. being that person that you want to attract means you will 
eventually find that human out there. You know, not just that. I totally think so. Like I, you know me, I'm like a hopeless romantic, and I think it's my love of Disney, my love of chick flicks. <laughs> like I don't know. That's just the. I've always believed in love. I've always loved everything and jumped into things. And sometimes it does. Like get my heart broken, some you know at times.、Um, but at least I can say, you know, I gave my all. Like whether it's with my career or my goals or in love, like I'm so grateful to have even experienced love multiple times in my life. You know, like some some people don't even have that experience, and it's just like, okay, yes, like it, it hurt. It hurts still that it it's not. Working out and and or or that like I've lost someone you know but I I'm proud of myself for putting myself out there because I think there are moments within every relationship that are just like wow like damn like we really loved each other、yeah. like we really had a good time in that moment and I'm I'm grateful because like to me that's that's like magic. It is magic. I mean, that's the human experience, right? Yeah. To be able to live those experiences, whether they were rough or beautiful, it's like you're going to learn so many lessons from that and、mm. be able to implement it into being the better version of yourself tomorrow.、Mm-hmm. And so, heartbreak,、mm-hmm. all of that. I think it is magic. Yeah, it is. It's, it's quite. It's quite the experience. Sure, <laughs> it's definitely transformative. But you know, we like you and I are very similar. I think maybe it's the Aquarius in us. But like once we love someone, it's like you get everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. takes a minute. <laughs> when we're there, it's like yeah. But you when you're there,、yeah. like there's no doubt, you know. And and I'm I just want to keep showing up that way because that's that's who I am. You should never change that. Yeah, <laughs> always show up like that. I have another question for you too. In regards to relationships, you know,、mm-hmm. society puts a lot of strain on how women and men are supposed to be like in a relationship.、Mm-hmm. Did you learn a lot from this past relationship in the sense of like maybe he didn't have to be a certain way、mm-hmm. that you possibly expected from him? Or expected from yourself? Like, did you find any growth or development or、yeah. the big aha? Moments in that, yeah. I mean, I think for both of us, like in this recent breakup that I've had, it's like we both realized the ways in which we could have, you know, built a better foundation. I think that was one of the big aha moments. Like, and also、um, the expectations we had on each other sometimes were not the healthiest. <laughs> And I think that it's definitely like, yes, there's a certain like there are boundaries, and、um, that's healthy. And I think the communication is like a, a big part of setting boundaries and, and setting these like, what does a relationship mean to you? What does trust mean to you? What is, you know, all your definition of things? Because his definition of things differed from my definition of things. A lot of the time,、mm-hmm. and I think that that's where we, you know, didn't align and found out that we just weren't agreeing on some really core things. And I think that's really important to, you know, find someone that you align with in the ways that you know are innately who that person is. Because you don't want to get into a relationship and be like, 
I want to change this and this and this and this. Like, no, like that's not love. Like you want that person to be free to be who they are and you to be free to be who you are and then to come together. And that's the biggest thing I've learned. Like, and I want him to be free and be who he is. And, and that's why I think like at this point, it's like the greatest thing I can do is let go. And that's really hard, you know, like it hurts my heart that it didn't work out for both of us, you know, cause, um, I love him, but it's like, you know, I just, I think like exactly what you said, it's, um, a big aha moment of growth that came from all of that. Yeah. That in the relationship. <laughs> Was that what you would define a healthy relationship would look like? Yeah. I mean, yeah, just showing up for each other, you know, because we're all imperfect and um, showing up for each other. It's a balance of like loving that person for who they are, but also challenging them and to grow and giving them the space, you know, to grow. So it's kind of like a balance of both. Um, but I think... Yeah, the biggest thing that I I learned is there are ways in which like a person just is innately. And like, yes, you can change small things like picking up your socks or something, (laughs) but like a person's values and a person's core of who they are. Like, I think that that's not something you should even want to change. I think it's just a matter of does this align? Like, does this work for me? Does this, is this supportive for both of us and our evolution as humans? Like, do we encourage each other to be the best versions of ourselves? Like, do we become the best versions of ourselves when we're together? And like, that's ultimately what I want. And, and to just feel safe and like seen and, and held. And, and I don't mean that physically. I mean that like, you know, hold my heart and be gentle with it. Like that's, that's what I want. (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm going to cry. It's so beautiful. (laughs) It's like so true though. I feel like we all kind of, that's what we want, you know, Mm -hmm. is to feel safe with, with our partner. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard because a lot of the times, like we're attracted to people that may not be you know, maybe it's exciting or maybe it's like... It's your heart pounding. It's adrenaline. <laughs> yeah. It's like going on a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. But like, I just, I want like a healthy love. I don't want like to feel unsure all the time or, you know, to feel like I can't be myself or for my partner to feel like he can't be himself, you know? Um, so I think the goal is for both of us to be ourselves, both of us to be evolving and then to hold space for all of that together, you know? It's kind of like a friendship with some fire. (laughs) (laughs) Teams. Yeah, it's true though. It is a friendship. It starts, I think the healthiest relationships start as friends. Mm -hmm. A friendship is so important for that solid foundation because you see each other. Mm -hmm. Friends choose to be friends. Mm -hmm. Partners choose to be partners. Mm -hmm. It's because you love each other for like who you are inside. You're able to understand each other on a deeper level than just physical. Mm-hmm. It's, it's mentally and it's soulfully, spiritually, it's all of those things. And that's, I think I would say number one. Yeah. That friendship is so, so important. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. And I think, I mean, that's what we all, we all just 
I think the whole theme of this conversation has now that we're reaching like the end is just like being seen. Mm-hmm. And it's so simple yet so like complicated. Yeah. 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 It tends to be like that, but eventually when you do the work, you you start to surround yourself with people who see you. Mm-hmm. And you see them. Mm-hmm. And it's a process sometimes, but yeah. when that's a goal, it's an intention. <laughs> yeah, I've actually like journaled about all of this too. Like not only what do I want in a partner, but like what what can I bring to the relationship and what do I want that relationship to look like? Like that's also another practice that I've done that's helped me, you know, visualize the type of space that I want in my next. Then it's on its way to you. (laughs) I'm a big believer in manifestation. Anything that you can visualize and you can actually write and put on paper or like speak Mm -hmm. out loud to the universe. They say, be careful with what you say, right? And Mm. you speak out loud because Mm -hmm. it it does happen. It's so true. Yeah. So if you're writing (laughs) that down and you're visualizing what that looks like for you and who that person looks like, then it's on its way. Yeah. I mean, I trust. I trust. I also like do manifestations and stuff for my career stuff. And like, obviously too, like in a relationship, I think one thing I didn't talk about is like also having your sense of self, like you should be a whole person on your own. Yes. Um, and that's like a big thing actually that I forgot to say, like showing up and, and being that whole person and not needing someone to complete you you know, it's like a huge, huge thing. Um, and I think I, I did come from a place of need, you know, in my past. And um, that's something that I'm obviously working on now. And it's like, now I can start showing up as like, you know, with a stronger sense of, of like my best self and wholeness. Well, to me, that sounds like the silver lining. <laughs> Wait. It definitely is. My EP, my first EP is called The Silver Lining. Oh. Which I like I thought. <laughs> and it's like, for real, it's the silver lining. Because yeah. even though there's all that challenge and all that, you have like that moment of, you know, sadness and dark places that yeah. you have to go to get there. You're coming through now and to the space of light. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. always going to be a healing process. It is scary. It's like that fear. You feel it. And then, and then moving forward anyway, you know? And yeah. Yeah. And I'm still scared. Like, you know, with everything, it's like, even with my career, sometimes I'm just like, am I crazy for dreaming this big? Because I have like, like my dreams are just like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I literally call that, um, uh, delusional, uh, what do, I don't even know what I call it anymore. I'm yeah. like, just like this like delusional way of thinking that you're mm-hmm. able to like get to something so big, you like know? Grand. Oh, delusional confidence. <laughs> delusional confidence. And it's the thing, because people who may not have such big dreams like you do could be mm-hmm. looking at you like, okay, yeah. That's no, cute. but that's like, how people looked yeah. at me in high school. They yeah. were like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to be a singer? Okay, cool. Okay. Like, or okay, you're going to, like, yeah. Like, so I interned for TV Guide, actually. I, I remember that, yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I remember, like, I was on set with all these celebrities, and, like, they'd be like, what do you do? And I was just, like, you know, serving them food and stuff at the time. And I was like, yeah, I'm a singer, and I act, and I do these things. And they were just like, cool, sweetie. <laughs> That's great. Keep going. <laughs> Literally, most of the time, the response is get <laughs> until they see you actually doing it, and then mm-hmm. it's like, oh, 
you're actually doing it. Yeah, I feel like I've made some progress and it's like... You've made a lot of progress. <laughs> you've come very far. I'm really proud Thanks. of you. I'm really proud to call you my friend and I'm always rooting for you and cheering you on. And Likewise. Yeah. Always, like forever. Yeah, and it's like, exactly, even from high school, it's like, it's like I'm so proud to see how far, you know, we've, we've come as people and we've evolved together. And it's crazy because we're actually closer now. Yeah, too. than when we were in high school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we were already close in high school, but yeah, just that evolution. And like, I think we both share that sense of like dreaming big and believing in love and just like living and that's what it's all about, the journey, yeah. you know? We love life. <laughs> yes. And that's why we are friends. Thanks for coming to my slumber party. Oh, thanks I for having you. me. I love you too. And yeah, for sharing your journey. Cheers. Cheers to that. To the future. To the future and to being great. <laughs> an amazing, powerful woman. Yes. Every day. Every day. Every single second. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Thank you again to our sponsor, Gleeman. Gleeman is all about enriching our global community with natural confidence by developing effective, clean, and superfood-rich formulas. We want to hear about what makes you very human. Join us in the conversation on social media by following us at Very Human Collective. Send us all your questions and comments. Until next time, good luck on your journey.